0: Hi, this is John Schaefer. You're listening to WNYC's free podcast of new sounds. Streaming audio or MP3 download available when you want at WNYC.org and on iTunes. The Sounds of Indonesian Gamelan Music. They are sounds that have attracted Western ears since Debussy heard one back in the 1880s. The sounds of an Indonesian gamelan are speeding beyond the solar system, burned onto the so-called golden record that is part of the Voyager spacecraft. There's a lot to like about Indonesian gamelan music. But it's not our music. You know, for all that it has had a real impact on a lot of Western composers, from Lou Harrison on the West Coast to Steve Reich on the East, it is its own sonic world. The tuning is different from what we're used to. So a lot of what's happened with uh, gamelan music here in the States has been musicians and composers trying to find a way to make their own gamelan music, often by involving lots of other sounds. I'm John Schaefer, and on this edition of New Sounds, you'll hear gamelan instruments meeting violin and viola, but also Irish and Scottish music, electronics, and even a music box or two. In fact, we'll start with a piece by John Morton, who's done a number of works with music boxes over the years, very often disassembling either the actual music box itself or its resulting sound electronically. The piece that he wrote for Gamelon Son of Lion, a long-standing Gamelon ensemble based here in New York, is called She Really Had to Go. It's a, an odd title, but about four minutes into the piece, when the music box enters, you'll get the joke. Here it is, John Morton getting us started with Gamelon Son of Lion playing his piece called She Really Had to Go. Thank you. She had to go, I don't know. She wouldn't say. But she really had to go. That's the name of the piece from John Morton. She really had to go. Music for Music Box and Gamelon. Written for Gamelon, Son of Lion, the Indonesian-style percussion ensemble based here in New York for many years, and uh, including the sounds of a music box playing, the familiar tune Yesterday by the Beatles, Morton's title coming from one of the memorable lines in that Paul McCartney song, and I think you'd have to say that Morton has found a a very individual and very Western approach to these uh, Indonesian percussion instruments. So has Patrick Grant, who's also based here in New York and has also been associated with Gamelan's Son of Lion. His piece, Field's Amaze, Uh, uses electronic instruments and the fact that you can tune electronic instruments. So for him, the uh, the alternate tuning of the Indonesian instruments is not a problem. Just tune the electronics to that scale, and everything kind of locks into place, which is a good thing because this piece, Fields Amaze, is a very fast ride. Here it is from Patrick Grant on New Sounds. That is music from New York composer Patrick Grant. It's called Fields Amaze, a really neat blending of electronic instruments and the sounds of Indonesian gamelan percussion uh, from a composer who's worked with Gamelan Son of Lion, the New York-based ensemble uh, on occasion over the years. We're going to hear more from Gamelan Son of Lion and a piece that, surprisingly, looks to Celtic music. Even more surprising, it's not alone. We'll hear two works that uh, combine the sounds of Indonesian gamelan and Celtic traditional music when we continue in just a moment. I'm John Schaefer, and you're listening to New Sounds. This is New Sounds, program number 3691. We're hearing a lot of works that include the sounds of Indonesian gamelan music, but uh, which are taking a very kind of Western approach to those Eastern instruments. We heard from John Morton before and his piece with Gamelan's Son of Lion. Let's return to that band, actually the same record called Sonogram, for a piece by Barbara Benari, one of the, I believe, founding members of Gamelan, Son of Lion, going back to the 70s here in New York. Her piece called Jigga Lullaby is built around four traditional Scottish tunes played uh, Nova Scotia style. Cape Breton, Nova Scotia is a real, and has been for years, a real hotbed of of Celtic music. And so you've got uh, the vocal duo singing in Gaelic, that's Anna Demska and Lisa Carrer, and then the, the kind of the jigs, the, the, the Celtic dances feature Barbara Benari herself on violin, and then you have this gamelon here as the kind of supporting ensemble in what is otherwise a Celtic music fest. The piece is called "Jig a Lullaby." And here it is from the band Gamelon, Son of Lion," and the composer Barbara Benari.
1: Oh,
0: that is music from Barbara Benari, the composer, violinist, co-founder of Gamelan Son of Lion, the ensemble you just heard performing. And Jig a Lullaby takes a Scottish jig and a couple of Scottish lullabies and kind of casts them into the same sonic world as these Indonesian-style gamelan instruments that uh, that the members of Gamelan Son of Lion have built themselves over the years. It's a really unusual combination and Possibly an unsettling one, you know, sonically, just because, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the, uh, the Gamelon instruments have their own tuning systems, uh, and so does Scottish music, and, the, you know, sometimes the two don't quite meet exactly the way you might expect, but that's part of the, you know, the kind of the tension and release of the, uh, of the piece. And something similar is happening in this next work as well, from Matthew Welch and his band Blarvuster also based here in New York. Even the title of this piece kind of gives, it the, gives the game away. It's called Kantarakt Masola. So the first word is in Gaelic. The second word is in Bahasa, the official language of Indonesia. Blarvuster is a band that will include Scottish bagpipes, the suling flute from Indonesia, the sounds of rock and minimalism. You know, there's electric guitars and drum kits, piano, but there's also the sounds of Indonesian gamelan music, and the sounds of Matthew Welch singing in a very kind of traditional Indonesian style. Uh, so when he's doing that and he's hitting those notes in their Indonesian tuning, it's kind of riding over the, uh, the different tunings of the Western instruments that are behind him. Uh, just it, It's a really interesting sound, group of sounds, however you want to refer to it. Uh, The piece, Kantaracht Masola, is in four parts. We'll hear part one from Matthew Welch and his band Blarvuster on new sounds. sounds like a little Scottish reel or possibly an Irish reel breaking out at the uh, the end of that piece. It's called Kanteracht Masola from composer Matthew Welch and his band Blarvuster. Uh, Once again, the title is half Gaelic and half Indonesian. The music is a blend of Indonesian singing, Gamelon-style percussion, Western instruments, some Celtic sounds. Uh, Matthew Welch plays bagpipes elsewhere on the record, and sounds like there might be a tin whistle happening there on that piece. The uh, The band is called Blarvuster, Matthew Welch and Friends, and this edition of new sounds featuring Western approaches to the Indonesian Gamelon sound. Uh, the late Lou Harrison was... One of the first to really delve deeply into the sounds of Indonesian gamelan music here in the States as far back as the 1930s, and we'll hear one of his pieces for viola and gamelan in just a moment. You're listening to New Sounds. Before we move on, let me remind you, as I usually do at this part of the show, to check out our website where lots of other New Sounds-type stuff can be found. First of all, all of the shows in our audio archive, our free New Sounds podcasts, uh, our playlists, which tell you what's on each edition of the show, details on our upcoming New Sounds live events as they occur, and a place to reach out to us via social media, etc. That's on the website at wnyc.org slash new sounds. All right, so I mentioned before the break, Lou Harrison, uh, the late American composer, as far back as the 1930s as a young man uh, working with John Cage fell under the spell of Indonesian Gamelons and especially the smaller kind of courtly Gamelons of Sunda, uh, a part of the island of Java. Lou Harrison and his partner Bill Kolvig actually went and built over their lives together a number of full gamelan ensembles. The one that we'll hear is gamelan secar kembar, which means paired flowers. And uh, for this ensemble, Lou Harrison wrote a number of pieces, including this threnody for Carlos Chavez. Chavez, a leading Mexican composer of the 20th century. And Harrison wrote this piece for viola and these gamelan instruments. And the viola being a fretless instrument is able to adapt pretty well to the tuning of the uh, of the gamelan. Susan Bates is the violist with uh, Lou Harrison's own gamelan performing with her. And then we'll hear some music from Bill Alvis, who has clearly been inspired by Lou Harrison's work. His Mystic Canyon for violin and gamelan features the violinist Susan Jensen and the HMC American gamelan, and it too is a really lovely work. Let's start with this Threnody for Carlos Chavez by the late Lou Harrison. That is music from the American composer Bill Alves, his Mystic Canyon, music for violin and gamelan. The HMC American gamelan, as they call themselves, with Susan Jensen playing the violin. Before that, a work that seems to have inspired this piece by Bill Alves. It's the uh, the late American composer Lou Harrison and his Threnody for Carlos Chavez, one of his three pieces for Gamelan, uh, written for his own small Gamelan ensemble, and for violist Susan Bates, The Threnody for Carlos Chavez by Lou Harrison. And that's going to do it for this edition of New Sounds. I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for being with us.